sir as a woman how should i perceive religion religion and culture are supposed to help one to arrive but i have practically seen that religion is associated with patriarchy and misogyny please tell me as a woman how should i look at religion see the relationship between uh, women and religion has been uh, pretty interesting and uh, mostly tragic on one hand uh, religion rather core spirituality is the woman's best friend huh? because uh, it helps her be liberated from all that which uh, oppresses her and it tells her that no price is too big to be paid for liberation the best help that self knowledge and vedant extend to women is that they tell her that being a woman is not her primary identity that body identification is the root cause of all uh, kinds of suffering and that uh, if you can take your uh, physical self and your mental conditioning lightly then it will be very difficult for uh, for prakriti and society even if it's a very uh, toxic and uh, patriarchal society to enslave you the woman can be enslaved only as long as she is body identified and uh, socially conditioned vedanta is about the person gaining liberation from both of these body identification and uh, mental conditioning so ideally spirituality should be the woman's best friend hmm? but practically evidence has uh, been um, rather mixed in fact evidence has been that uh, religion historically has been on the side of the oppressors when it comes to women oppressors of the women the reason is that uh, religion itself has not been uh, uh, well understood religion itself has been a victim of contamination and when religion is uh, contaminated then religion becomes a tool towards exploitation of women so much so that a lot of uh, very negative attitudes that you see existing towards women today they are uh, claimed to be sanctioned by religion right so uh, as we were saying that uh, uh, the woman should continuously be dependent 
that's an attitude that finds its source in some so-called religious books. And there are verses exactly to this effect that let the woman never be independent. Not only that, there have been so-called books that have talked of the woman as a very clearly inferior uh, person, some kind of a different species altogether. So she is guilty of this, 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 this. So many things are uh, inferior and condemnable in her and therefore she does not uh, merit responsibility or freedom or uh, many other things. Now what's the problem here? The problem here is that these two kinds of attitude towards women are actually coming from two kinds of different religions. There is a religion that uplifts women, that's called Vedanta. And there is a religion that oppresses women, that's your uh, normal cultural, cultural religion. And whenever Vedanta will shine, one of its effects will be the emancipation and empowerment of women. Whenever the real religion will show up, it will help women and that will deeply frustrate the traditional kind of religionists. Hmm? Because the difference is stark. Real religion, if I said the woman's best friend, and false religion, prevalent religion, mainstream religion is the woman's worst enemy. And it's very important to differentiate between these two kinds of religions. The tragic thing is most women themselves follow the false kind of religion. They are aghast why I am talking to women and telling them that they are not baby producing machines, that it is not their fate to be firstly dependent on the father and then on the husband. But what I am saying is Vedanta. And the, and the amusing thing is that what I am saying is probably not finding too much acceptance among women themselves. So now the question is, who should be blamed, religion or women? Because when, you see, if, if, if you go to places where in the name of religion all kinds of nonsense is happening, 80 to 90% of that crowd will be women. What to do? It is as if Women themselves are hell-bent on proving that they do not deserve the real religion. All kinds of storytelling and nonsensical dancing and gossiping, 
all this in the name of religion and you will find women very eager. But when Vedant speaks truly in the favor of liberation of women, women themselves do not come forward to support. How can they support? They do not want to even accept the help. Because this help is expensive and demanding. Vedant is saying you have it in you to lead a free and independent life. But the woman has become accustomed to support and crutches. When Vedant tells her, you must live freely. Before you are a woman, you are first of all a consciousness. And consciousness is your first identity. When the woman is told all this, then she gets scared. Because patriarchy is not just about oppressing the woman. Patriarchy is also about giving her a safe nest. And the woman has become accustomed to that safe nest. Somebody is always taking care of me. I am not burdened with being a provider, a keeper, a protector. And all this has continued and it has made the woman internally very weak. And she has become so weak that today even if the right religion comes to help her, she is probably not in a position to accept the help. It's a very strange thing. I think it's called the Stockholm Syndrome, right? When you fall in love with your oppressor. That's what has happened to the woman. You will be amazed. A lot of those who are criticizing me very sharply are women. I mean, how can you criticize me for something that I'm, I'm obviously doing to help you and support you? Do you, do you understand this? It's a very, very tragic thing that happens to those who are caged for long durations. Even if you open the door of the cage, they will now not want to fly away. They have become accustomed to the cage. This, they, have, they have discovered security within the cage. And outside the cage are challenges and competition. Freedom is not really free. Freedom comes when you pay the price. And uh, we don't want to pay the price. Even men don't want to pay the price. But it breaks my heart when I find women uh, content with their own uh, encaged and miserable conditions. And to top it, you have told the bird that she is very respectable if she accepts the cage. And that's what she has done. She has become a respectfully caged woman. And if she flies out, the entire society will say, oh, look at her. There she is, the slut. And the woman does not want to be called that. And why does she not want to be called that? Again, that's a social value that's been embedded into her. 
you must remain respectable let nobody talk harshly to you so boys they slap each other and abuse each other and nobody minds but if you say one harsh word to a woman uh, she doesn't forget it she says you know speak politely to me mind your language this kind of attitude simply means that she becomes very controllable whenever you want to control her just threaten her with abuses and she will become so terrified that she will relent she will succumb surrender if you want independence you must be prepared to take abuses let them call you a whore a slut someone of loose character and whatever else they have to let them throw all these things at you fine i am a slut that's okay but you have been turned into some kind of a goddess a goddess who must be respected and you say it is a part of our culture that we respect women and the woman says yes i am respectable i am respectable and if somebody is uh, is is insulting me then no 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 i'll not take that path the fact is that the path of freedom is necessarily a path where your oppressors will insult you why will they not think of it you are running away from their captivity will they worship you will they praise you they will obviously throw abuses at you and you have to be ready to accept all that and you have to be ready for hardships but again in that the woman's softness has been venerated so she is told you remain soft now if she remains soft how will she face the hard challenges of life but you say the woman's glory lies in her softness look at her how soft her emotions are look at how soft her cheeks are look at how glorious her long hair are with all these things how will you survive the challenges of real life real society please tell me all the time if your hair are so long all the time you are taking care of just your hair how will you fight battles with such long hair i'm 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 using hair as as symbol not not really that i have something against but please understand her subjugation is so total so complete that it has become very difficult to liberate her so much so that in the name of liberation she starts doing awkward things instead of accepting real liberation in the name of liberation she starts doing very childish things i am liberated so i'll expose my body no it's okay you expose your body it's your body but that's not called liberation and all that is just a very childish tactic to avoid real liberation because you want to avoid real liberation so you are opting for for that uh, liberal kind of liberation huh? you know of these liberals they think liberation lies in in running around naked again i have nothing against running around naked please do that <laughs> my point is that is not liberation that is not liberation so so it's a very moot question you see 
you have to ask yourself as women and i i'm glad i see a lot of women here you have to ask yourself what does religion mean to you and just because religion has meant bad things to you historically i request you kindly do not discard religion itself religion is your best friend if you have to discard discard the rotten kind of religion and religion is both the highest and the lowest mind you religion is your highest possibility and your lowest state as well religion has given the world both the things if you look at the highest figures we have had they are religious and if you look at the worst acts that we have done they too have been done in the name of religion religion is the highest and religion is the lowest you have to make a choice which religion do you want to choose and i assure you when you will choose the right religion you will face abuses just as i do every day the thing is i am not a woman <laughs> it's for you to face those abuses why must i keep facing them on your behalf and for how long can i do that and when i face abuses on your behalf and i look around i do not find too many women coming around to support me not that i need your support please i am here to support you i don't need your support but just as but just as assessment just as a yardstick of how successful my work is when i look around i do not see women really rising all kinds of superstitions who is supporting them the women and who is the victim what kind of uh, uh, self destructive attitude is this what is this women <laughs> do you know that it is established i'm talking of bad religion and it's such a dirty statistic i hate to i hate to look at it the more religious a person is the more uneducated he is likely to be the more religious a person is the more poor he is likely to be uneducated poorer and also the more uneducated a person is the more is the number of children he is likely to have religion should have been the highest in our life instead this is what religion has become it has become so bad that no intelligent person now wants to look towards religion they all feel proud in declaring that they are atheists if a person has some wits some sense very quickly he starts declaring no god no religion for me i am simply an atheist whereas the thing is that religion is the very nectar of a life without religion how will you ever be liberated without without true religion without true religion that 
that is spirituality, that is self-knowledge. How will you ever attain the highest in life? How will you ever realize your potential, your purpose? But because of this all-pervasive bad religion, even genuine spirituality has become untouchable. And it always, it always uh, mesmerizes me that how can a victim of something be a supporter of that same thing? In some sense, you know, when it comes to this man-woman question, I have no issues in admitting that I am biased towards women. And I have my reasons. Why should I not be? There are two persons and one of them keeps facing more challenges throughout her life. Even if those challenges come in form of security and comfort and conveniences, still they are challenges because they prevent her from recognizing, realizing her true final potential. Why should I not lean towards her? But, but to no avail. You lean towards women and they get afraid. Surely he intends to hurt. Oh, he, he, is, he is rough. If I become soft like you, how will I help you? Yes. May I ask a follow-up question? Sir, so you have said that how a victim of something can be a supporter of something, can be a supporter of the same thing. So isn't it a question of conditioning that they conditioned in this way that even they do not realize that what they're doing or uh, what they're opposing? So that how one Obviously, it's a it's a matter of conditioning okay. but you want to use that word to justify your own lifelong state of suffering as a woman you suffer your entire life and then you want to somehow rationalize that by saying oh because i have been conditioned therefore i suffer does not matter why you suffer the thing is is life meant for suffering how can you justify suffering by saying, I am suffering just because I am conditioned? You might be suffering for any reason, X, Y, Z. Suffering is suffering. And suffering must be discarded. And you have to rise up and revolt. Even if you are conditioned, does your condition assuage your suffering? 
the suffering remains, right? Does it not? I mean, as as a category, huh? as as a gender category, when you look around, when you do not find women in parliament, when you do not find women in positions of power, when you do not find women among scientists, how is it that you do not acknowledge your suffering? How is it that you do not acknowledge your suffering? All that which is the highest in life, women are rarely found there, especially Indian women. How is it that you do not see that you are suffering? For money, on an average, the Indian woman remains dependent. How do you not see that you are suffering? Come on. That, that should be visible even to a blind person. So how do I justify that suffering by saying, but I am conditioned to suffer? Where is the courage? Where, where is the direct honesty to acknowledge the fact? And when I say all this, all the men start chasing me with swords. They say he is inciting our women. Ours is a well-settled family. Everything is going okay. The woman is very silent in her state of oppression. So no noises in our family. It's a great family. You see, everything is well-settled and silent. And this man is coming and inciting and igniting. And I'll stop doing all this. You take care of your business. <laughs> Why must I fight your wars? And for how long? My problem is, the categories that I fight for, most of them have no voice. I fight for the animals. They have neither money nor voice nor vote. So irrespective of how much I do for them, they can't, they can't do anything in return. These rabbits, I sometimes ask them, all the time you are eating. Since one decade you are only eating. So one day I actually got them to produce a rather uh, short uh, movie ad. You would have seen that. So rabbits were the actors in that one. I said, you do something and get me some donations at least. <laughs> I'm supporting the cows, the buffaloes, the environment, the rabbits, the insects, all these species that are turning extinct and they are poor and powerless and that is exactly the reason I am supporting them. So, and the same thing has started applying to women. You keep supporting them. They remain voiceless. So then I limit myself to supporting the rabbit.
in general you see gurus choose their target segment very nicely they target the the most affluent and powerful class they say if we uh, act uh, on this class then uh, the returns will be awesome no first of all i am working in north india the poorest part of the country then i speak majorly in hindi so i am not addressing the english speaking population and then i am working for uh, the rabbits the cows and the women and the unemployed so it it starts becoming a little absurd anyway so sir in this section you talked about revolt and courage sir i'm not talking about those women who belongs to central place such as delhi kolkata mumbai i belong to rural background so when women take a step their step i mean society has fixed age for everything and when one is crossing that one finds a tremendous pressure tremendous social control social pressure even pressure not directly to oneself rather than through parents that they are emotionally lynched so how to cope up with that like even you said that yeah i stop here okay how do they apply that pressure they they press against your arm your head your neck how do they apply that pressure conduct of the conduct conduct of the conduct like they do not do anything to me they are not in touch with me i'm not talking to anybody but the pressure comes to me how it works it works through the chain through the parents how parents come in that grip like at any public platform any festivals functions so they face listen one must know please please understand one must know the relative value of things no function no celebration is worth going to if it is crowded with people who don't have the basic basic sense of life why should i go to a place that's infested with with animals i mean that's the reason i asked how exactly do they apply pressure to you they say things right that's the only way they do th- stuff right they say things first of all why are you available to listen to them secondly even if you do get to hear what they are saying why must you accord importance to what they are saying a madman is saying things to you will that affect you hurt you please there can be no liberation if first of all your priorities are not clear if you keep giving priority to stuff that is uh, anyway valueless then you will never be able to break free never never 
some random person comes and says something and that becomes a headache to you why 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 must you mind the fools so much why must you be so reticent so so reluctant in declaring fools as fools announce that on their face sir now that you have said this let me say something you are an idiot <laughs> utter that and and be relieved for good now he'll never dare to say anything else that's all but you know when i say this 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 sounds so unbelievable right but we are dainty cultured educated girls we have been trained to be polite and respectful so you keep your politeness learn to be disrespectful and learn to be disrespectful right on the face and and, and for your own sake memorize a few nice heavy abuses <laughs> and and get some practice in using them in front of the mirror maybe and do not use them only in front of your friends throw those abuses to those who act as your elders your well wishers and in the name of care and love they want to throw you into captivity when that happens that's the that's the occasion to just shoot the abuse when you needed money for your education did that fellow come to offer you money when you needed various kinds of help support guidance where were those well wishers relatives elders they will throw you into some kind of life and thereafter whatever happens to you will they come to partake in that then who are they to push you towards something just just so mediocre and engaging i'll tell you who your well wisher is somebody who supports you in your education first thing nothing more important than that even your parents are your well wishers only first of all they keep pushing you to get more and more educated 
if they find you have gained admission in at some place where a lot of money is to be paid as uh, fees they should be willing to come up with either the money or the guarantee only then they can be called as well wishers let those relatives come to you and ask you so so which sport have you taken up tell the hobby you excel in let's discuss the ukraine war ha huh? so so people who take you as consciousness that that deserves to be awakened they are your well wishers not people who keep asking you uh, random stuff the true religion is your real well wisher vedant is the religion for women practical implications are very difficult i said practical implications are very difficult execution first of all define your bottom line what is it that you need in order to survive if you need too much to survive then life will be very difficult and anybody will be able to control you what is it that you need what is it that you can survive with without trading away your freedom you need some food you need money and you need a roof over your head and this much you can easily have without selling away your freedom so how is life difficult please tell me as an individual as a human being you require money right for your needs and also for your growth so money should be there right that money will come to you out of your education huh? so you need money you need a place to live in you need food you need clothes beyond this why do you need anything and when you start needing too much that's when you become enslaved nothing gets you enslaved except your own demands and greed drop your greed drop your demands and you will live freely how difficult it is i'm asking you as a man as a woman how difficult it is to have enough money to survive to pursue your hobby your interest your passion whatever you want to call it have enough good books to read as a person how many rooms really do you really require to live in a 1 bhk flat a 2 bhk flat should suffice in a decent locality correct so so there is not much that is needed to just happily joyfully live why then must you accept slavery if freedom is actually so easy why do you accept slavery 
apart from the fundamental necessities which is said food and finance and education and roof family that includes parents now that's why you need vedant huh here the bap is here bhagavad gita Huh? And his name begins with K. That's family. That's family. Family is those who uplift you. There is there is family of flesh, and there is family of spirit. and the family of spirit is far more important than the family of flesh family of flesh is something that is given to you by accident by birth family of spirit is something that you consciously cultivate give more respect and importance to the family of spirit do away with all this softy emotionality please these emotions are not your well wishers women are not only emotions they are more than that money we have talked of emotions we have talked of now what remains i have studied somewhere I studied that Adi Adi Guru Shankar Chaudhary was very fond with her mother. Pardon? Somewhere I have studied that Adi Guru Shankar Chaudhary was very attached with her mother. Thank you so much. I'm done. <laughs> and i am realizing i am wasting my life <laughs> you people will not wake up even if i get killed you will still keep sleeping hmm the one who says name deha bhavo have you heard of uh, nirvan shatkam huh? i am not the body and you are saying you are attached to the mother of the body you continue doing what you want to do i don't think anybody can help there must be some reason why historically nobody has been able to help <laughs> this attachment and body and baby and father and mother and relatives and emotions who can help nobody can help no space for wisdom no space for courage no space for liberation only emotion as long as emotion remains more important than liberation no hope
ओके प्रणाम आचार्य जी रिलेटेड एक्जैक्टली टू वॉट यू जस्ट सेड अबाउट वुमेन आई एम द फादर ऑफ अ हाईस्कूल डॉटर एंड आई हैव जस्ट वन डॉटर एंड प्रॉबली आई हैव ट्राई टू रेज हर एक्जैक्टली ऑन द लाइन्स दैट यू हैव ऑलवेज टोल्ड मी शी इज़ वेरी गुड एट स्टडीज शी इज़ अ फेंटेस्टिक डांसर शी कंप्लीटेड हर आरिंगेट्रम एंड ग्रेजुएटेड इन भरतनाट्यम ऑलरेडी शी इज इन हर हाई स्कूल बास्केटबॉल टीम शी नोज हाउ टू प्ले म्यूजिकल इंस्ट्रूमेंट्स शी विन्स पोएम कॉम्पिटिशन्स एवरी ईयर इन हर स्कूल एंड अमंगस्ट ऑल द रीजनल स्कूल डिस्ट्रिक्ट एंड शी वॉज रिसेंटली सिलेक्टेड इन टू वन ऑफ द टॉप हाई स्कूल्स by clearing an entrance exam and you won't believe the pressure she has because in the school that she was selected there are more girls than boys actually okay so the ratio is a little squid and uh, the pressure that she feels is that some of the other girls are <coughs> more better in I, i'm unable to come up with the word adaye that <laughs> that the other girls have boyfriends in there but you know but she is more focused in all of that thing and how do i convince my daughter or i would say you know how do i raise my daughter so that she doesn't feel that pressure even though she is doing better in all the life and second thing is just related exactly to that is how women are unable to do is think about it <laughs> at the same time when the soccer world cup was happening last year okay everybody was glued only to the men's argentina and cricket team and how messi was playing which is great i'm not i'm not against messi here okay but at the same time uh, the indian women's cricket team was also doing really well okay and nobody was discussing that at all and i feel sometimes it is not i feel that women themselves do not watch whether it is women's cricket or women's basketball or any of the women's sports the day when women will start watching women's sports and support women's uh, sports activities they themselves will do well so you know the, you know that's that so there are two questions one at a generic level and one at a personal example level that's that's what my question you see the the standards have to be set very high it's like when you when you when you exercise with uh, with 15 kg weights after that the 5 kg ones just stop mattering because the standards have been raised similarly she has to be introduced to women who who really are worthy of being remembered and then her internal standards will rise to a point where she'll stop caring for uh, the stylos and the hipsters otherwise if she feels that these are the only ones available in her world to compare herself against obviously she'll uh, feel left behind or uh, disadvantaged 
your standards have to be very very high na and why must you allow your environment to dictate your standards let those standards come from books and documentaries and videos and uh, other places books primarily if if she for example spends an entire week reading the life story of marie curie how after that will she afford to give respect to a certain let's say let's say pari pari in her class who is a dimwit from here but is uh, fantastically regarded because of her body and her style and her dressing and her boyfriends after you have been with curie how will you respect pari that's the thing that's why education is the real thing give her give her real solid role models and then she will become not just disregardful but disdainful of all these uh, typical teenagers hmm so so that's what if you if i do not know what what is what what kind of highness is possible then any kind of lowness will become the gold standard for me that's why reading is so important otherwise anybody in your environment will come and influence you and and uh, boss you from within and it happens uh, a lot in school and in college some local kind of stud just just becomes the dominant hero and who is he worthless chap but he can take away a very large chunk of your mind and life we all know of these people from our college days don't we some random worthless fellow but he dominates the scene in the school in the college in the university and he dominates it so much that he can influence uh, a lot of his batchmates uh, to take wrong kinds of decisions inductive effect no one wrong role model one very wrong kind of very mediocre but powerful mediocre but powerful and attractive and glitzy and this fellow becomes uh, the the impression creator the goal setter and he mm, induces a lot of uh, batchmates into uh, into the wrong kind of attitudes lifestyle and ultimately wrong life decisions and that can be taken care of very easily just give your daughter the right role models right role models give her great books see what what her preferred mode of assimilation is if it's visual take her to the right documentaries the right movies see how she likes to absorb information and give that to her and there are just so so many names so many names we have talked of them frequently even on ap circle hmm? women women worth respecting women worth even even worshiping and they exist they have existed in history 
Why must we not take note of them? Why must we not introduce those glorious women to our daughters? But that's not being done. Mainstream education is not doing that. Alright, let fathers and mothers do that. Hmm? Otherwise, the danger is very real. Some Pari will become her, her idol. I want to be like Pari. And then she'll drop her dancing, her sports, her recitation, her poems, her elocution, her passion, everything she'll drop and she'll just start chasing boyfriends so that she can stand up to somebody like Pari. I call these nodes of evil. They are not too many, but they are highly influential. They set the bar. They have to be fought against. And they can be very young. Typically, we don't want to associate the word evil with a teenager. But the reality is, yes, even teenagers can be evil. A 15-year-old can be evil. That does not mean that the 15-year-old has to be killed. That means that he has to be corrected. Hmm? Maybe, maybe as parents, you and her mother, you need to sit together and first of all figure out who who are the names you must introduce your daughter to? Right? Is, is, is she reading something from Sarojini Naidu? If she's uh, interested in Hindi, has she been brought to Mahashweta Devi or Mahadevi Verma? The names are comparatively fewer when it comes to women. Fewer, but they still exist, don't they? For 10 male poets, you will have 4 female poets as well, and 4 is sufficient. You introduce her to these 4. Hmm? You have freedom fighters, you have scientists, you have politicians, you have sportspersons. In, in all walks of human activity, you do have uh, women role models, and young girls must be introduced to them. Otherwise, they will simply chase boyfriends, just as boys chase girlfriends and they'll dress up and try to act adult and get into all kinds of nonsense. Hmm? 